Block App Removal Bills Update Time. That's this app. For those who didn't know, I've gotten a lot of comments on that. First off, this was literally a 20 like two days ago. You can find this in my beacons. You can also find info about the hearing, which is Thursday at 10 a.m. open to the public. And my newsletter, which I have now made two on the subject. The first one is about the bill itself and how to contact your elected officials. The second one is about the hearing, best practices for posting about the removal, and my concerns about a clock app alternative, specifically the one that is related to applause that everyone is starting to flock to. And both of those newsletters are both written and in audio format. So if you haven't checked them out because you can't read that much or you don't want to, you can listen. They're about as long as my TikToks, maybe a little longer. Now that that's out of the way, let's talk about the hearing. It turns out this is on us. There was no secrecy. It has been on the books in the Energy and Commerce Committee since January 30th. It has been talked about by a variety of publications. This isn't news. We just weren't looking for it. None of us were really taking this removal bill business very seriously. And that's on us. What I want to do is read a Forbes article that talks about choose meetings, closed door meetings with members of Congress before the hearing. This is totally normal. This happens in the case of most hearings. But what's not normal in a positive way is how Chu is acting. Clock App CEO Shouzi Chu is meeting with lawmakers on Capitol Hill ahead of his first ever testimony before Congress, including several representatives who will be grilling him under oath on March 23rd. This article is from March 9th, by the way. Chu has sought closed-door meetings with at least half a dozen members of the House Energy and Commerce Committee ahead of its hearing on the Clock App's child safety issues, handling of user data, and apparent ties to that country, according to two senior Democratic staffers. He has met with several, including Reps Lori Trahan of Massachusetts, Jan Schakowsky of Illinois, and Scott Peters of California. He's operating from a place where no one had any trust in them, and he fully recognizes that, Trahan said in an interview with Forbes after her Wednesday meeting with Chu in Washington. The Clock app is in a really unique position right now to take some positive steps on issues that a lot of top American companies have fallen behind and frankly even regressed on. And I made clear to Mr. Chu, and I hope to see him move to fulfill that potential, she added. The Clock app has been negotiating with CFIUS since 2019 on a deal that aims to address national security concerns related to the company's ownership by Beijing-based ByteDance. Lawmakers are intensifying efforts to respond to concerns about the clock app as the Biden administration struggles to strike a CFIUS deal with the company. State attorney general investigate the app's alleged harms to minors and the state federal lawmakers to try to restrict outright shutdown of the app in the U.S. week after the House Foreign Affairs Committee voted to advance the Republican-led clock app-focused bill that would enable President Joe Biden to ban it. A dozen senators, including broader bipartisan legislation, empowered the Department of Commerce to crack down on or even ban communicating technologies, including the clock app built in foreign adversaries, uh, that country, Iran, that country, and that country. The White House has endorsed the proposal, the Restrict Act, which is S-686, and separately ordered federal agencies to wipe the clock app from government employee devices by the end of this month. Some lawmakers welcome courtesy meetings with CEOs before they get hauled before Congress to allow for more time to go deeper on certain issues, while others have blanket policy not to take them. Despite the heightened anxiety around the clock app, a senior Democratic staffer, President one of Chu's recent lawmaker chats, described it as fairly typical relative to past closed-door pre-hearing sessions with Meta CEO, Google CEO, and former YouTube CEO. 
this is where it gets interesting. Trahan, for her part, said her chats with Chu this week were more substantive than past discussions she's had with the heads of Meta, the Picture App, and Google. Mr. Chu didn't practice the art of deflection. There were frank conversations around the harms he knows exists, how they're mitigating risk on the platform, and where they need help from Congress and what they need to do better. She told Forbes it was more honest exchange than I've had with other American CEOs. The conversation also highlighted how disappointing it is that many of the same issues with young users remain widespread on domestic platforms that have far more time than the clock app to fix them, she said. Trahan added that tech CEO hearings, like much of anticipated one with Chu on March 23rd, can sometimes turn into political theater. I don't think that's helpful, and we haven't taken any major legislation that would do anything meaningful in the tech space. We really need to continue to do our jobs in that regard. We've got privacy legislation, we have transparency legislation, and if we just allow these hearings to be political theater, we will have done nothing to protect the American people. So it sounds like we have one person on our side that's going to be at that hearing. I think that anyone who has Trahan as their member of Congress should immediately call her office and thank her for what she said. Because again, these are our representatives and we want them to know when they screw up, but also when they do well. And she did very well. Again, hearing 10 a.m. Eastern time. It will be live streamed. And if you are in D.C., please try to go in person. If you're in D.C. and not COVID cautious, just wanted to clarify that. So this video is over. Go check out my newsletter and sign the petition. Shortcast Club.